This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado, The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Airbuds. Michael Benner just reached out to the big bomb. Check it out. I'm LeVar Ball, and I want to tell you that nobody embodies the big baller brand spirit in the podcast space like the Air Buds. Jamel, Peter, and Mike are like the podcast version of my three sons. Happy basketball. Big Ball is out. Hello and welcome to a playoff edition of the Airbuds podcast. It is a playoff edition because the Mystics made the playoffs and anyone who doubted us can come see me in the fucking streets. Uh, my name is Jamel. My name is Peter. My name is Mike. And happy basketball, guys. Happy basketball, my brethren. Oh, I always feel bad when I steal that from Peter. It was your because you invented the catchphrase, and then sometimes I say it before you, and then I'm like, oh, "Am I trying to steal Peter's catchphrase?" We've it's talked the, about this before. It's the best when you take his catchphrase and then say his name wrong. You're like, "Oh, my bad, Potter." <laughs> Porter. My acting, my acting teacher in college insisted on calling me Peeper because paying tens of thousands of dollars of years to learn how to act better wasn't degrading enough and he also used to look at your peepee was it a was it a little was he looking at your dick too it was a lady and she was not looking at my dick but she kept calling me peeper i think because she caught you peeping through her curtains one day creep (laughs) i just don't think she knew what the name peter was oh so that's why our friends call you peeper that's text. why all of our yeah. friends call of us people got it people yes uh guys we got some business to get to before we get uh to the meat of the podcast uh i begged last week for five-star reviews i got on my hands and knees and i begged for a little five-star reviews and you guys delivered a few uh so here are a couple if you go to apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review and write a review we will read what you write on the air like this five-star review for black voice from c lenny five stars love the podcast Travis Scott, I don't feel like I'm high all the time, but I feel like I am when he shows up in my life unexpectedly. He's a Kool-Aid man without a tune. Who's his agent? Thank you guys for making the time while high. All the better, though. Shout out to Airbud's Twitch community and those of that, uh, those of us that appreciate music mixes. Keep them flowing. Uh, nice. Yeah, shout out. I, got- I don't know. Jamel will just go on live on the Airbud's Twitch randomly and uh, just do some mega mixes and shout, shout out chat, chat room people. 
And look, man, if I if the thing is, if I told you guys, I would never do it. I have to go rogue. I have to maintain my rogue schedule because if you knew I was doing it, I wouldn't do it. I would just go to Popeyes instead. If by rogue schedule, though, you just mean like you say four hours ahead of time on Twitter, who's going to dare me to go on here? Then sure. Yeah, I that's kind of what happened. There was a poll. I did. I retweeted it from the Airbuds account. Okay, there's a poll. It's fine. I will say this next one. I found the uh, 1993 Rock and Jock game, and Clifford Robinson is in it. That's all you need to know. So uh, look oh, out yeah. for that midweek. I get. When should I put it up? Should I put it up like, like, like Tuesday, tomorrow, Wednesday? Like I don't know. What's the right day to put up? Uh, a music audio visual mixation. I don't know. I'd say Tuesday earlier in the week. You know, people need something to get get through the workday with. Why not a music mix that uh you know Jamal puts together and puts on our Patreon, which we'll plug in a minute. But before we do that, let me get to our next review. Uh, only pod that talks about cheeks and basket. I am assuming it's his basketball, but it gets cut off again. Yeah. Apple Podcast does not show you what a full title is if you go too long. Uh, five stars from Diego Seven G. The Airbuds are great hosts and give better basketball takes than any basketball or basketball-adjacent podcast. I especially enjoy when they go out of their way to insult Bill Simmons. Um, <laughs> if I can get an impression of Bill Simmons talking about how, he, how Larry Bird is a better Greek player than Giannis, I greatly appreciate it. Peter, you've got the best Bill Simmons impression. You want to um, give it? Yeah, Bill Simmons here. Uh, you know, the biggest thing you got to know about Larry Bird is that he loves Greek food, you know? He's like a Euro guy. He's like a, he loves lamb. And you know what? I just think he's better than Giannis, all right? If I'm in the Miyakinos Islands, okay? No, say he, loves, like say into... he loves lamb better than Giannis. I just think. I feel like he's really turning into Donald Trump. I mean, yeah. Yeah, why not? They're, I'm not? I mean, I'm sure Bill votes for uh, him, so. Uh, uh, it's so good. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't even attempt it. I have only Um, I have a broadcaster. I could do closer to a Kevin Harlan white guy. This kind of white guy. He likes lamb a little more than Giannis, I think. (laughs) Um my favorite Bill Simmons thing I saw this week uh was I I don't know how I missed it, but uh apparently Bill Simmons' kid uh posted a video to Bill's Instagram story one time where he he took his phone and was watching him golf from like 20 feet away and called him the biggest pussy in the world. <laughs> Did I send you guys that? No. No, that's incredible. It's though. incredible. Yeah. It's just like, look who, look who's trying again. The biggest pussy in the world. I'm going to make that our pinned tweet. Please do. Somewhere in the middle of this year, we became the evil comedy basketball podcast. And I'm with Why? It. I, I don't know why. You know I'm right, though. We, I know, we we really, I don't know. Whatever, dude. We all the up. greats. There was there was evil LeBron, evil Kobe, evil Durant. We're like more Durant. I think people see us as conniving Durant guys. E- evil Kobe was definitely the evilest of all of those. Oh, I mean, by the way. look, evil Kobe. <laughs> hey, I don't know. It's a fun tattoo, actually. <laughs> Uh, guys, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod if you want to support the buds. $5 a month gets you access to videos like what Jamel was talking about, the music mix that he's going to put up later this week. 
and then uh, you also get bonus episodes on a weekly basis. You get access to our Slack chat, uh, where we are popping off about basketball and other things every day. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to throw another plug out there for our T-shirts, our NBA Bubble Championship T-shirts that uh, we made. Look, we've sold out of most like mid-range sizes, but we still get smalls and we still get things on the other end of the uh, XXL uh, persuasion. So, yeah, uh, all the money goes to helping feed people via the LA Food Bank. We've already fed over a uh, thousand people with the money we've made so far. So, uh, yeah, go if, if if you're looking for a tiny little T-shirt or a very big T-shirt, go to uh, Airbuds.BigCartel.com and check it out. What T-shirt should also, we do you- next? That's a big question. I would think we should yeah. do the WNBA version, and it's Daisy Duck giving the middle finger. I'm down for that. Did you guys That's see that photo tight. of uh, Corday and uh, Naomi Osaka? So good. So beautiful. You can't beat fuck you, U.S. Open champion. <laughs> yeah. You can't beat that in a photo. Gorgeous. Craziest U.S. Open ever. It's way better well, than when Pete Sanford was doing whippets. Hey, come on now. That was my guy. Agassi might have done some of But you think Pete, Pete was probably into a, something weird. He had at least one weird thing. Yeah, his weird thing was he just like the only thing he could do was serve. And he was just so good at serving that nothing mattered. Dude, that's so tight. Oh, yeah, this guy. He definitely and did having some a, freaky shit in the bedroom. Yeah, that curl. He's got a freak curl. His, his wife, Veronica Vaughn. Shut up. Wait. I swear to God. You're talking about from Billy Madison? Pete Sampras is married to Veronica Vaughn. Still? Bri- I, Bridget I mean, Wilson is her name. Uh, she also played Sonya in Mortal Kombat. Let's go. Yeah. I think she's still working. Anyways. Where? <laughs> That's Trader Joe's. Books uh, If you're Pete Sampras' wife, do you need... Does Pete, Samp- does Pete Sampras make enough money in his career? Oh yeah, I mean, he really? Can't... He won like he won like ten Wimbledon's, dude. I bet Pete Sampras made at least fifty. I bet he made a hundred million dollars playing tennis. Good for him. You know playing that checks tennis. out because I'm checking uh, Bridget Wilson's IMDb page, and she actually uh, has not been working for a while. So I hope Pete Sampras has got that money. Where did you think you saw Bridget Wilson? I don't know. She's just a pretty blonde white woman there's uh, so many of them on tv we can find a spot for him yeah we can find a spot for him this is give him a shot okay this this is white ladies year q3 okay well let's uh, speaking of 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 white ladies and and having uh, having a year uh let's pivot to the clippers have did you guys see january jones uh you know of madman fame her just her open thirst for Kawhi Leonard, like online, like without even regard for the fact that Kawhi Leonard has like a partner that he's been with since high school and two kids with her. I mean, yeah, she she Rihanna'd for. Yeah, for it Kawhi. happens. What are you gonna do? He's hooping so. It does hard. really make sense that he talks LeBron, so. LeBron <laughs> for LeBron, it's Rihanna, and for Kawhi Leonard, it's January Jones. I feel like that tracks on so many different levels. That does make sense. I think, um, why? <laughs> yeah, I think you're like, the interesting thing is, is that I forgot about LeBron or uh, Rihanna doing it for LeBron. 
And I thought it was cool when Rihanna did it. <laughs> See, look at you. And now that it's like January Jones, I'm just like, that is so pathetic. That's because uh, you're racist, Mike. How I many guess times I, I got to tell you? Yeah, we know that. Yeah, I'm racist, guys. Officially on this podcast, I'm admitting it. It only took 184 episodes Thank or whatever. God, now my soul can finally rest. Have you guys just been <laughs> waiting for me to come out? Yeah, dude. Come I'm out a, of the closet as a bro, racist. I've been dead for 68 years. I agreed to do this podcast so I could finally meet eternal sleep. Oh, congrats. Well, I'm, I'm excited for Trudy's end now. That's it. I mean, Thanks so much for being here. Guys, the Clippers blew game six against the, the Nuggets today. The Nuggets were down by as many as 19 at about, I think, the 10-minute mark in the in the third quarter. Uh, and then Nikola Jokic was just like, this cannot be. And uh, led a, a, a storming comeback. And the Nuggets ended up winning by what? I think it was nine or 13 points yeah. in the end. Wipe her fools in the fourth. Wild stat from uh, the Winhurst pod. And listen, if this pod is one thing, it's regurgitating information from another podcast. Yeah. Montrez Harrell on the floor with Jokic for five min- or for nine minutes over the last two games in the third quarter. When they're when he's guarding him, the Nuggets are like plus thirty in those nine minutes. I yeah. told you, niggas, Jokic was going to eat. I thought. Uh, I think I saw a stat that's something that uh, I think Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell on the floor together for the entire series are like at a minus sixty-one. Switch it up, man. Though Lou, Kawhi, PG, Jermichael Green, Zubach. And then make the rest of them niggas come off the bench. Is there a player that feels like he like feeds from the crowd's energy more than Montrez? LeBron James. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, but they still just like took care of the Rockets in five games and he's still Yeah, he has a crowd yeah. in his head. But that's not yeah. the point. You might be right. Who knows? But then they got Kawhi, who doesn't even that dude can't even hear. <laughs> Kawhi's deaf. What do you mean? He's deaf. Yeah, low key deaf. He's been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to explain that. Okay. Um, what do we guys? What do you guys think? I think uh, Game Seven happens on Tuesday. Uh, no playoff. No basketball tomorrow for the first time in a like, thousand years. Fifty days. Or something, or maybe forty days. Crazy, um, but uh, yeah. What do you guys think is going to happen? Are, are the Nuggets? Do the Nuggets have what it takes to to kind of pull pull through here? Still got to say no. I I'm what? taking the Nuggets, man. I'm going to take the Nuggets just because it would be the funniest possible outcome. Nah, Even if man. the Nuggets don't win. It seems like there's some real structural problems. I'm shocked that the Lakers would be going into a series against the Clippers, even in this fucked up season, feeling like they're deeper and gelling more. And I feel like the whole season, starting from the first game, it was like, oh, well, the Clippers are twice as deep as the Lakers. And it really does not feel anything but the the total opposite right now. 
I agree with you. I don't understand why people love the Clippers bench as much as they do. I love Montrez Harrell, but I know that he is like, he, he, he plays good in fits and then he, he does a lot of stupid shit as well. Lou Williams uh, is getting old. And then like, I don't know who, who's there, who, who, do they, who do they have beyond the seven or eighth guy that really you can depend on? Marcus Morris, what? No, maybe maybe it's about just that Denver is actually good. Maybe the real problem is the second round of the Western Conference playoffs is it should just be the finals every year <laughs> for like you know fifteen years. It's just brutal. I mean, do people think that? Landry Shamit, Reggie Jackson, and Jamichael Green are like better, like eight through ten people than the Lakers have. Caruso would be coming off the bench like seventh from the Laker for the Clippers right now. I feel like Caruso is spending a lot of time on the floor in these playoffs. Both of you guys just picked the Nuggets. What are you doing talking about dream Caruso matchups? <laughs> I picked the Nuggets. I think it would be the funniest possible outcome. Uh, playoff PP would just, you know, the legend would continue. Yeah, and then it he had is. a great game today, and they st- and they still lost. He finally right. had a great it sucks because when he, he plays well, <laughs> it's not good. The teams for the lose. Yeah, like man, I don't know, man. But what about how Denver? I mean, I think the biggest thing is Gary Harris is back and. Oh yeah, Gary Harris is incredibly difference. like important to like you know as important as Jamal Murray and, and Jokic in some games for sure, and like you know what, fucking Jerry and Grant is that the right Grant? Jeremy Grant on Denver. Jeremy Grant. I think it's Jeremy Grant on Denver. Yeah, it's Jeremy. Hey, where is Jerry and Grant right now? He might just be all right. I think he was on our G League team. Uh, man. He's actually on, he's actually a wizard currently. Yeah. Must be um, your, like, 12th guy. I always feel bad for twins that, like, like, identical twins where one is just much better. Like, we have, like, Brooke Lopez, we have Markeith Morris, we have, uh, and we have Jeremy Grant. I mean, no twins are, find me a pair of twins that are equally good. Those two dudes, uh, and I'll at... and I'll find you a man who's tired of fucking them. What were you saying, Peter? <laughs> Jamel, I gotta I gotta point you in the direction to a little uh, a little Budweiser commercial uh, where <laughs> maybe you'll remember the iconic line and twins. Of course, I remember the iconic line and twins. Yeah, two perfectly great identical twins. No, not a not a weakness among them. That was insane. <laughs> that was insane. There was a moment, and maybe it's me because, like, I, my brother, my older brothers are twins, and I actually knew a, 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 I was friends with like several sets of twins growing up. Uh, and then you would like go watch um, like TV, and the 80s and 90s like had this obsession with like being horny for twins. Like, there was this like, you w- would watch Married with Children, and like, Jefferson would come up and be like, get this, Al. They're twins. And Al would be like, um, 
directions please and you're just like is your plan to go like have an incest tryst <laughs> like what are you what are you hoping for but i guess you know what am i talking why are we talking about this oh yeah twins yeah <laughs> which whatever. nba which nba twins would you guys like to have an incest tryst with <laughs> um two yoga trees. oh uh, <laughs> interesting is it is it fine that the whole team hates michael porter jr Clearly, because he's really good. Yeah, I mean, he did have a, a, a pretty good game today uh, after in an abysmal game after he called out his whole team for uh, not passing him the ball enough. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to act like that, at least you're at least you're backing it up, you know? Bro, he had a terrible fourth quarter. The game before he did that fucking NBA 2K uh, bullshit speech he gave? They gave him like mad touches in the fourth and he fucking shat the bed. He just got his pockets picked a thousand times in a row. Like every possession after that dunk. And whatever, what was that, game three or game four? But like, yeah, he just looked like ass. And then was like, give me the ball. And then they didn't give him the ball except for one three. That was clutch as shit. So it's like when did I don't know. when did Jamal Murray become everything? When did that this happen? Was it just like really like three weeks ago? Dude, when he got sucked off on IG Live, man. That shit gave him <laughs> powers, man. Yeah. Um I mean, I I've loved him for a while. I think he's been a star in the making. I didn't realize he was gonna like come into the playoffs and be like, oh, I'm just gonna drop fifty every night and will my team to victory. Um he's been incredible. And that 360 midair layup that he did he did is going to be like an indelible moment from the bubble i think we're going to be watching that clip for the next 15 years in commercials yeah it's amazing how they did not want to promote Kawhi at all and just kept showing that over and over and over again in the previews for this game why do you think that is the game is i don't know because Kawhi's boring as hell do you see his new, new new bounce commercial yeah where he's standing alone in an empty gym conducting an imaginary orchestra or whatever <laughs> i can imagine that's what he actually does in his real life in his free time okay nice. good thank you guys for agreeing i i mean i don't know yeah i thought um you're welcome i think four bounces is too long of a name for a shoe but i love the uh the energy behind it four bounces how gonna be four bounces it's only two shoes guys should we move what's on what's going on here i don't know what's, what's happening, happening? did, yeah, did someone know. get too high i don't know yeah i did actually i'm sorry um <laughs> man i've been oh here's a toss for you benner uh yeah i've been uh man i've been so out of it i got so high and then um I realized I needed to shave my pubic hair. <laughs> well, it's interesting you should say that because uh, Jamel, Peter, we got a new we got a new sponsor. Stop the press, start the trimmer. Look, support for Airbuds is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. I can attest to that. Uh, Manscaped has sent us a little uh, a little care package for all three of us and. We've been sharing a, a Manscaped razor. 
Yes, they, they sent us one, and we've been driving it to each other's homes to use it one at a time. Yeah, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Uh, guys, I've, I've, I've tried to groom my, my nether regions before. It's, it's difficult. Uh, have I nicked my, my balls here and there? Yeah, I have. Is it scary? And you're just like, how do you stop bleeding on your balls? Yeah, it is. Please stop. Whoa. Stop. No, the blood. The blood. Yeah, no way, yeah. dude. I can't bleed from my nuts right now, man. Sometimes trimming your nuts with something that's not Manscaped is like a tie getting stuck in a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> that is an indelible image uh, of this podcast. Guys, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. I just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, 18 months seems like a while. Uh, hair trimmers were already a thing, but you know, they took their time and they got it right. Um, the third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to re reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, brother, I mean premium, okay? <laughs> The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. If you're shaving yourself for 90 minutes, that's wild. <laughs> Peter, you might be a... I don't, I don't even think you could touch 20, but you, you might be the one to do it of the three of us. I'm definitely the hairiest, for sure. They got guards. But... They got a clipper guard. You could put a. You could get a three. You could cut a fade. You could do a little uptown fade. Or, uh, yeah, you cut it close. You know, manscape my head. Guys, the waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower, even. All right, that's the easiest place to do it. Uh, less cle less cleanup as well. Uh, one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for closer and more precise trimming. Also, I use mine as a flashlight at night. Hell yeah! Hello. Yeah, when I'm walking the dog, I just you know take it, take that out, and. Um, They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. You know, and I have to say, it is pretty quiet, guys. The one thing I'm not going to stand for is some loud shit around my scrotum. I've just been tiptoeing around the house. Um, trim, trimming your trimming your fonts? Yeah, I just stand behind Deborah and quietly trim my dick. <laughs> And then I tiptoe out of the room, leaving a little trail of pubes behind. And then I, I say, Deborah, come find me. And then oh, she follows no. the trail. Oh, no. And Thank she, God none of our spouses listen to this podcast. Yeah, it's all made possible with quiet strike technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. It is a simple and, and good looking charging dock. I will say that. Uh, however, if you're like leaving your dick hair trimmer out to be loud and proud, like that's just a, that's just weird. Why would you be loud and proud of that? I mean, be proud, just like be slightly less loud. Chill. Yeah. Just chill. If you are listening to me right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get one of these. Drive over to my house. Yours. Yeah. <laughs> Drive over here. Stand outside, socially distance. Uh, drop drop pants in my driveway, and I'll just sip coffee and, and say, good job. Um, 
Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUDS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUDS, B-U-D-S, at manscaped.com. Go. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUDS at manscaped.com. Good job, man. Back to the show. Guys, (laughs) I love that that is like our first, like... (laughs) Jesus. big sponsor um that's buds at manscaped.com uh guys boston and miami they start i think their their series on tuesday is that correct tuesday it is tuesday's game one and game seven i believe yeah i love when that happens this is the excitement of something new the excitement of things coming to a close it's the circle of life really yeah, it's like watching season four, the end of season four of Fresh Prince, and then going straight to season five. Did you guys see that uh, there's a Fresh Prince reunion coming, and Will has a confrontation uh, with the original Aunt Viv? What? In the footage? There, Will Smith posted uh, pictures from some kind of reunion special, and then there was a picture of the main cast all together, you know, now, minus Uncle Phil, R.I.P., um, but then he has one other photo where him and the original Aunt Viv are sitting like in what it looks like the audience stands of a TV studio having some kind of intense discussion. Yeah, some, I saw that one-on-one thing. I don't know, man. I will for those, say... For those unaware, uh, Will Smith basically got her fired because he didn't like her. He was a young, drunk, power-hungry superstar in the making and demanded the original Aunt Viv be fired. Was... She being a dick. Does anybody have any stories of her being a dick? I mean, she's like a, like, she was a very successful, like, high-powered, like, Broadway actor or something, right? I imagine. Yeah, she was on some real shit, I believe. Imagine she was a dick. It is weird how they write her out of the show. I don't know. It's all strange. You can kind of tell that it's fucked up at the end of the last season. But there's some moments where they, uh, there are even some moments where they kind of acknowledge that there's a different adviv, right? I yeah, yeah, definitely. DJ Jazzy Jeff at one point says something about there's a new Aunt Viv, like breaking the fourth wall. Anyway, they break the fourth wall a bunch on that show. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And they also, Will, for the most part, is really going at fools, dude. They're really making some uh some solid jokes about some big celebrities consistently on this on the on the on the fresh prince. Going at a lot of heads, but then they still had Trump on. Trump looked dumb as fuck though. Terrible actor. I don't know. I think he's my favorite part of Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I mean, he might have shined on that. Um, speaking of actors, Mark Wahlberg is an actor. Speaking of Mark Wahlberg, Jimmy Butler is his best friend. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, the Heat are playing the Celtics. Wow. We made I it. saw them battle each other in Miami first week of February. What do you mean battle each other? Uh, oh. Play each other in a basketball game. Yo, oh, right. I forgot you were in Miami. God, that feels like so fucking long ago. Um, any insights? I feel like the Heat won that game. He won that game. No, no, no. The Celtics won that game. Oh. Butler Butler didn't play. Tatum didn't play. But Bam looked like the most impressive person out there. And I think the biggest difference for me in this series coming up is Daniel Tice doesn't get to be celebrated for being the biggest, best guy on the floor when, like, Bam and even fucking Kelly Olynyk can both, like, give it to him. I I'm very pro Miami in this series, both emotionally and 
I just don't. I just think. I just think Miami is so fucking solid right now. Cool. I'm glad you guys agree with me. Thanks for listening. I got no, Jamel inhaled. I was waiting for him to talk. I'm just. You're right. So Miami wins the bigs. And then they got Jimmy and Crowder. And they but then Boston has Tatum and Brown. Dragic is playing well. Hero, Robinson. What do you think about that report that uh apparently Miami Heat executives think that Tyler Hero could be better than uh Devin Booker? I mean, I'm sure they said that. Why wouldn't yeah, they probably. say that? Why wouldn't They're they the say that? They're the best at like making teams really good at basketball. Like all of their dudes are like late round picks. And Duncan Robinson is like hasn't missed a three pointer since the since the bubble started. Yeah, he's the new JJ Redick for sure. I'm with I'm with you, Peter. I think the Heat just I think match up particularly well with the Celtics. Uh, I think. The front court is just going to, like, annihilate. Um, I mean, they're going to throw Marcus Smart on Bam, and Bam is just going <laughs> to make Marcus Smart look dumb. Um, and Jimmy Butler is a psychopath. Let's, let's not forget that, that he does not have a knife on the court, but spiritually there's one in his hand. At all at, times. At all times. So who's he guarding? Who's guarding him? Is it Brown? Is it Tatum? Is he on? He's not on Tatum. He's on Brown, right? I think he's got to be on Brown. I think Tatum is maybe just a little too big for him. And also, you know, the focus of their offense, and they probably don't want to wear Jimmy out. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who they put on on Tatum. Yeah, I don't know who they put on Tatum on the Heat, though. Tatum might be the wild card here, because he's kind of, there's no good matchup for him on the other end. And I don't know, I mean, Wanamaker had a pretty good series. The fuck? Didn't he have like a nice little game five? Yeah, Watermaker was fine. Um, I don't think he. I don't think he's going to be playing big minutes though. I'm just thinking because the Dragic's on, and then I mean I don't know. Miami is really deep. I just I, I mean I, for something something in me like I want to see Boston versus LA here, but. I think Miami LA is even more kind of exciting. Yeah, there's For the, the LeBron heat, of it. Yeah, LeBron connection. I don't know. Yeah, I want to. I want to see Miami LA. That sounds fun to me. Um, it is. How much of a fucking bummer is it, by the way, that if we get a Clippers Lakers series, it's going to be in Orlando? So fucked up, man. The first ever time LA plays LA in the playoffs, and it's going to be in a fucking Walt Disney World gym. We were gonna spend th- like uh, at least a thousand dollars going to these games for oh, sure. I was gonna get into a fight with Deborah because she was gonna <laughs> want to fucking kill me for yeah, like, no bet yeah, <laughs> like another four hundred dollars tonight, honey. <laughs> yeah. Beth was definitely gonna leave me if I was like, yeah, I spent thirteen hundred dollars on tickets over the last three days. Well, dude, you guys so, got fucking saved. I guess you're right, but now I don't have anything to talk about in therapy with Deborah. That's true. Which is good. There's no material now. <laughs> who's big Everyone's enough? Fine. Who's big enough to get them to move it to Staples? Um, Godzilla. 
Okay. Have we talked about the fact that they're going to be the Inglewood Clippers now? Oh, wait. They're changing their name to Inglewood Clippers? I mean, no, but they're like oh. officially going to be there. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's fucked up. I hate it. Uh, whatever. Just thank you for destroying another neighborhood. And Should I move probably to Probably where taxpayers are probably going to be helping to pay for it. So you're welcome, Steve Ballmer. Mr. I'm worth $20 billion. Uh, we'll help you build a stadium. So I shouldn't move to Inglewood? Damn. I mean, live your life, dude. I mean, you do you. But uh, rents are about to skyrocket even more than they already have. Because so. I seen it was still for the low. But this was like a couple months ago. You should uh, move to Inglewood. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Give me a reason to come, come, come to the West a little bit. If south. I move... Dude, if I move west, I'm moving to Culver City. Who are we kidding? That's <laughs> so true. Look out of here. You do have some Culver vibes. Guys, who and do you I'll think is going to... I'm driving over there. You know what I'm saying? I could drive up, get some fucking barbecue. Continue. <laughs> Yo, there is a really good barbecue in Culver City, actually. I'm hungry. Culver City, um, Sony Pictures and Barbecue. Anything else to add about Boston, Miami, guys? I mean, I'm just excited for this series. I think I am sad to see the Raptors go. Uh, they became my official team after the, the, the Celtics swept the Sixers, uh, and I just wanted the Celtics to hurt. So I was rooting for this, the Raptors in all seven games. Kyle Lowry, I think, cemented his Hall of Fame status if it was ever in question in the series. Um, but uh, sad to see them go. But I think this is, like, the best possible series. We're going to get, like, a very fun at least six or seven game series out of this. Agreed. It's going to be a dog fight. Shit's going to get really wild in there, I think. Jimmy Butler and Marcus Smart might fight. Oh, I mean, well, you know, Marcus is just going to. Marcus might invent a new flop. (laughs) I think he's got a new (laughs) flop planned for us. Do you think he, like, goes into the locker room and is like, guys, what do you think of this one? I've been working on it. And he just, like, flails his arms in the air. Yes. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> I actually think he like tested out on like unsuspecting people like the like the like the towel attendants and stuff like that. People are like fixing their jerseys and stuff. Just kind just of like creating contact with the yeah. water, bo- water bottle guy walks behind them and then just like takes out a whole row of, of chairs or something like that. Yeah, it's the ultimate test. If you can make a ball boy think that he hurt he hurt you, then you can make an NBA ref think it. Uh, this is my oh least my favorite part. My least favorite part of the flop is after he gets to, into the flop and then someone gets in his face, he puts his hands up high always like he's stuck a landing because so of some gymnastic shit. But it's like, dude, put your hands down. Da- like, this is only making you more dangerous. Now you're in like a fight, but now you could just swipe at me. Elbows up in the NBA went from being the thing to do to the thing that's going to get you in the most trouble. Remember when every single person grabbed a rebound and like stuck their elbows out like they were doing the dirty chicken? Yeah. Yeah, NBA Jam. Now that gets you a flagrant too, bro. Even when you get fouled, you can get a flagrant. Damn. You know, I like I I get I get why old-time players are always like the game is soft now. Like if you threw an elbow, that was just part of the game back in the day. I would get my teeth knocked out. And just go back and 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 come back the next day. And but I'm just kind of like also like, is it bad that we're trying not to like let people get their teeth knocked out? <laughs> like why do they like 
why why does why does someone need to get injured because you got injured once? Yeah, dude, that's what's that's what do they call it? Is that like unresolved? Uh, yeah, you just trauma? Did, just, just described the entire patriarchy, bro. Right, you're right. But also, like, they didn't have iPhones in the '80s. Do you think it was better back then? No, it's like we're smarter now. Like, why? Anyways, and plus, uh, dudes still get hit pretty often. True. Yeah, it's a violent ass game still. Kyle Lowry just had his chin split open. I'm saying, man, think about like, I feel like I I say this a million times, but like, so many falls. If we're playing, if you're playing pickup ball and someone falls, the game fully stops. It's a catastrophe. These dudes are falling on every possession. Falling is exhausting and horrifying. Yeah, yeah. falling ruined <laughs> absolutely ruined like three think, years of Bradley Beal's career. He just didn't know I how think, to fall. Yeah, I think they need to hire skateboarders to come in and consult on NBA teams. I think if Bradley Beal learned how to fall properly from watching. Bam Margera take spills in the half pipe. He might have. He might add years to his career. If you don't and, fall properly, then you're not going to break your ankle. You're going to tuck. You're going to roll. You're going to be safe. In the Blue Wire podcast, TE One with Greg Olson, he's interviewing Tony Gonzalez, who was born and raised in Southern California, and attributes having the balance and playmaking ability that he had to growing up skateboarding all the time. Hey, you skateboarder growing up. Hey, Peter. Um, you said Southern California, right? Hey, aren't Southern the, California. Aren't the Bloods from Southern California? Absolutely, the Bloods are. are there are some Bloods here. Yeah. Didn't Bradley Beal? Doesn't Bradley Beal play for the Washington Wizards? Who else plays for the Washington Wizards? Well, there's uh, Rui Hachimura. Okay. Um, there's Jan Mahimi. Uh huh. And then there is John Wall. I'm Brad. John Wall throwing up sets and broken. First off, being a blood in New York is hilarious. These niggas are from New Jersey and they are fucking set tripping on the fucking Lower East Side acting crazy when I'm trying to get pizza. <laughs> and goddamn. And then he issued an apology. I think it's still on his Twitter. Hey, you mind looking at John Wall's uh, Twitter better? You want me to try to find John Wall's apology for throwing a, a blood signs? I'm pretty sure it's top of the, the shelf. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, John Wall writes on Twitter about 12 hours ago. I want to apologize to my family, my teammates, and all of those that have always supported me. I made a mistake, something I regret. I will continue to work hard to be better on the court and more importantly, off the court. Okay, now go to um, at <laughs> too cool to blog. These are number twos. At too cool to blog. All right. Account suspended. Oh, damn. It's gone? <laughs> That's what it says here. Damn, this is such a wish we see when I at the top before I start recording when I say what do we want to talk about this would Dude, be a great time I forgot to get this lined up I forgot I had to say is that why you're wearing a John Wall shirt today honestly yeah plus the Mystics were playing it was just I'm sending big DC energy DC yeah. gang energy 
So John I mean, Wall I... got in trouble um, for throwing up gang sets. Something he's done a lot. Uh, you know what else he's done? He raised over three hundred thousand dollars in rent, uh, some rent assistance for people that live in Ward Eight of of Washington D.C. Uh, and he's still raising money. He threw a gang sign up. He did, he's done it before. He did it while hanging out with a friend. Why don't we talk about how he's a good person? I don't know. I'm just like, it's so stupid that he had to apologize for this. Agreed. Yeah, uh-huh. it's pretty dumb. I don't know who gives a fuck. Take a picture of us both wearing John Wall shirts. Yeah, <laughs> our point guard is a gang member. You know who else throws up like gang sets a lot? Ooh. White girls in Instagram photos. Like, Whoa. and that one who, old dude, that one old dude on Twitter, the teacher, yeah, the teacher dude, yeah, him, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's so stupid. Uh, I, it's racist. It's dumb. Like, fuck whoever, like, made John Wall apologize. And then the video like is still up. Who's the old dude filming him? I want to see the old dude's video. Have you seen this video? I saw the video, but I, I haven't really paid much attention to this story. It's like, so it's this one dude of... filming, and then there's another old dude in like a pink. I'm like, who's is he? Is he like the the oh, yeah. CEO? <laughs> He's not that old. He's kind of old. He's kind of old for uh, gang activity. Right. Well, technically, they all are. Right? Isn't John Wall's what thirty? Yeah, this is on his thirtieth birthday. He went to uh, East Coast Blood headquarters. For his birthday, I would I like too. Chuck, I like a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Is, was Felipe Lopez in the call him Bucky Bees, my friend? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Welcome to Bucky Bees. Can I get you a Bees burger and French fries? Oh uh, yeah, that's that's what I was looking for. You didn't need to write it down. You had Bucky Bees. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> you had that ready to go the whole time. Top of mind, baby. Uh, speaking of DC, Jamel, the Mystics are officially in the playoffs as of today, the final day of the season. Yes. Go Mystics. It's because you wore your John Wall shirt for sure. We did it. We definitely did it. And I had my new Mystics masks. Feeling very good. I don't know if we'll beat Phoenix. Is that just like Elena Deladon's face? Yeah. <laughs> just like one of those like latex Halloween masks, but Elena <laughs> Deladon. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that is that's creepy, nasty. Um, but go on. How do you feel about it? I mean, I feel fucking insane. We lost aerial powers. We like mm. we like cut like three people. We brought in like three rookies. We're playing somebody who's had like five knee surgeries. Like the East well, is our- terrible. Yeah, the East is so bad. Our point guard, our starting point guard is like 5'2". And we still, still managed to eke in that bitch. Playing Phoenix is going to be tough. They're pretty hot. Skyler Dickens is looking pretty good. But I am excited and um, impressed and yada yada. And I'm pretty sure Emma Mieseman and Maisha Hines-Allen are having sex. And I think that's right. also. 
yeah, if you're not aware, uh, if you don't follow the Washington Mystics Instagram, Jamel sent us a photo earlier of, uh, you know, this is team outing, some good quality boat time. And uh, why don't you describe the, the second photo on the carousel, Jamel? It's, it's very, I'm out. I'm I'm vibing on a boat. It's very the hand placement is familiar in a way. You do a hand. That's a de- Benner. That's me and Deborah are on the boat hands. <laughs> Jamel and Deborah on the boat hands? No, I I'm think saying- he was saying from my point of view. Yeah, if you look at the picture, uh Maisha definitely has her hand on Emma's knee in a way that is like felt like maybe a bit more than friends definitely like there's there's kind of a a proprietary thing going on maybe i'm weirding too much into it do you think an nba account would post a photo do you think there's what you what if (laughs) what if the clippers what if yeah and they're a team named after a boat it's fucking it's jermichael (laughs) green it's jermichael green pg and Kawhi, and pg has his hand on Kawhi's knee like that is clippers instagram posting that photo i'm gonna for sure say javel mcgee has held dwight howard like that at some point during this lakers season i mean <laughs> i think dwight I howard's so. probably done that put his hand on like everyone's knee to be like huh, isn't this gay huh? did you get this joke <laughs> that i just made yeah, yeah. i didn't Remember when we all thought Dwight Howard wasn't annoying anymore and then the bubble happened? It's just because he was getting rebounds and like not doing anything else for the Lakers. He was using his annoying self for good. And then he like became an anti-masker, anti-vaxxer, like publicly. (laughs) Like, we all liked you, Dwight. You didn't have to do this. Nah, he had to do that, man. I guess you're right. (laughs) That was always his vibe. You know, if you're if you're always his vibe. Yeah. If if you're come on, if you're still getting counseled by a pastor. (laughs) Does he have his pastor in the bubble? No, he's got uh, three of his 15 kids in the bubble. (laughs) That'd be fun to like have to watch him select which ones he brings. Did we find out, by the way, who Russell Westbrook was fighting with? Of oh, the friends it was and family Rajon people. Rondo's brother, William Rondo. That's amazing. Uh, Ed Barber, Ed Bubble Barber, Head Bubble Barber, William, William Rondo. Rondo. Really? Yeah. Which is that? This makes him the barber of the century. That you know the haircut <laughs> is good. You're getting shit talked to you by the one barber in town. It's pretty good. I had a dude cut my hair. He said the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. After. What did he say to you? Well, maybe it's, it wasn't necessarily the meanest, but it was just after a show. This was like, I don't know. I've been doing it like a few months, and I just, you know, bombed. And he was like, hey, I don't know what you did before this show, but don't ever do that shit again. This shit was <laughs> terrible. And I was just like, Damn. A barber said that? Yeah. Was this a show in a barbershop? Did you mention no, that? No, no. <laughs> yeah. It was at uh, In The Cut, North Hollywood. They're doing comedy shows. Oh. No, uh, no, no. This was in Virginia. This was just at a show. It was just. 
So this guy came up barber. to you and was like, "By the way, I'm a barber." No, no, he's like, my, suck. I think he was like my boy's barber. Okay, so you knew who he was. Yeah, yeah, I knew who he was. Man, I don't know. barbers think they can just come up to my friends and talk shit to him. <laughs> yeah, your friends, me and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my best friends, Jamel and Russ. Yeah, I don't. All know these who... barbers are attacking them. You know what, barbers? Step you, back, barbers. If, yeah, take a. Why don't you cut it out? Right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey give me <laughs> Yikes! What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know who. Guys, I'm, more I'm very excited with. for the WNBA playoffs to start. It'll be just as we're ending. Kind of the NBA playoffs will be hitting like the sweet spot of the WNBA playoffs. I'm very excited for the Aces. Um, yeah, I think it's Aces, and I don't want. I forget, I think next week we got a big WNBA show. That's after, true. After after a couple of those first round games, but I think I got the Aces too. Uh, we're not doing a live ad read for Manscaped. Yeah, on, <laughs> on the next week's episode. <laughs> yeah, <that's not> <laughs> Maybe we, we should make our guests watch that. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, we have we have time to think about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure. Manscaped.com. Use code Buds. Twenty percent off free shipping. Yeah. Um, guys, anything else you want to talk about before we is, wrap it up? Is it bad that I said that I think these two players are boning? They're never going to do the show anyway, right? No, I think, um, I mean, if you look at it, the WNBA is a league where there are literally players that are married to each other. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Courtney Vandersloot and Allie Quigley. Allie Quigley was identified as only as Courtney's, or I'm sorry, uh, Courtney Vandersloot's teammate in an, in an interview. Anyways, uh, it's a league where players are actually getting together, and it's fun to talk about. So I don't think it's it's wrong to like conjecture whether or not they're fucking because it is a very like suggestive thing going on. It's a very intimate hand placement on that knee. Yeah, that's a real knee, dude. I don't care what you say. I agree. Okay, well, it's cool. Yeah, let's wrap it Tim, up. You, you yeah, think you guys want to plug? No, Tim Dick had a lot. Leave all it in. Yeah, leave it all in. Leave all it in. You know what I like when I listen to my podcast? Just like silent reflection here yeah. and there. Yeah. That's Let, what leave I enjoy. That, leave that in. Put YG in all the gaps. And, and throw some extra YG. On. Yeah, put a... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, go, go loco or something on this one. Fuck Donald Trump, right? Throw that in there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. And it wants to fuck Donald Trump. Let's get out of here, guys. Love you. Bye. Peace, boys. Pressure built up and it's probably going to blow. And if we say go, then they probably going to go. You vote Trump, then you probably on dope. And if you like me, then you probably ain't no. And if you been in jail, you could probably still vote. We let this nigga win, we going to probably feel broke. You build walls, we gon' probably dig holes, and if you don't have to win, you gon' probably get smoked, fuck nigga. Down, fuck you. Fuck down, Trump. Yeah, nigga, fuck down, Trump. <laughs>